Retrospective Podcast, Episode 13. Hello and welcome to the Retrospective Podcast. My name is Dean Abbott and I am the author of the essays found at my website, deanabbott.com, and host of this companion podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since the last episode because I took some time off to travel here at the beginning of the summer, but normally I compose a new essay each week and read it here. Text versions of the essays can be found in the column archive at deanabbott.com. The podcasts can be found at worldwideweb.retrospectivepodcast.podbean.com or in the iTunes store. If you like the show, I'd ask that you stop by the iTunes page and write a review. Of course, I'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to contact the show, you can do so by emailing me at retrospectivepodcast at gmail.com. Before I start this week's show, I'd like to let you know that I have launched a second podcast. This one is a long-form show devoted to retro and Americana topics. I've created two episodes now, and you can hear them both at yourneighborhoodalmanac.com. I hope to create a dedicated page for this show soon. As I was trying to upload an episode a few weeks ago, Podbean told me I had exceeded my storage limit. This means that for a while, whenever I post a new episode, an old episode will disappear. I hope to have this remedied soon. Now, here's this week's essay. As an educator in private higher education, my job is pretty much like everyone else's. The hours are long. The work is sometimes tedious. Expectations must be met. Politics must be negotiated. The main difference between my job and other people's is an issue of pay. I don't get any. Now, that's not strictly true. I, I do get a little, but anyone in my position must accept that plenty of people make a lot more. And they didn't even have to endure graduate school to get it. Honestly, that stings a little. The upside is that you get more time off than others. In fact, the only group whose jobs allow more time off than teachers is the unemployed. So, in the long run, things even out. Summer is the big one, a long stretch of weeks everyone looks forward to. Weeks without classes, without students, without meetings. All through spring, summer and the joys she supposedly holds are on everyone's lips. I've learned not to believe the hype. Secret plan to upset your dreams. You imagine an endless run of lazy days where your time is your own. Summer imagines the fun she's going to have watching your dream die. Almost none of her tactics is as effective as her demand that you mow the lawn. Getting the lawn under control has been a problem since we became homeowners. Plants are not known as the toughest creatures under the sun. You'd think cutting them down would be easy. For many people, this is the case. We, however, have had the misfortune of living on the only two plots of land on earth where the grass fights back. It shoots up mysteriously overnight, bulking up like a prisoner lifting weights in the yard, its puny chlorophyll-fueled mind spinning plans of revenge. I have found one tool makes mowing the lawn easier. It's called a lawnmower. 
I have not been privileged to own one of these machines, but I have used close facsimiles. First, I used a push mower. I chose this because our yard at that time was so small that even without a motor, I should have been able to complete the job during a long commercial break on HGTV. Instead, it took all day. That grass wasn't stupid. It reached up, entangling the blades, choking the carriage and weeds. Cutting a single square foot required pushing so hard the metal handle snapped. I stood there, listening to the grass, laughing. When we bought our current home, the sellers left their mower in the garage. It is a machine of such quality that one would like to leave it behind. I knew from looking at it that I was up against the same gangster grass I had previously encountered. The handle was broken. The previous owners had tried to outsmart the lawn by reinforcing the handle with two eight-inch lengths of rebar and a couple of plumber's clamps. No good. One push this summer, and the thing fell apart. If I was going to press on, I needed something stronger, something more powerful than grass or iron. I told the missus I needed a substance whose bonding power bordered on the inexplicable. Do you want the duct tape? she said. Perfect, I said, my spirits revived by the mention of this secret weapon. After wrapping the handle, the rebar, and the clamps in a half mile of duct tape, I went again into the fray. The machine was shaky, but held together. At the end, the lawn looked ragged and messy, but, and I decided this was all that mattered, shorter. Such grass battles are but one aspect of summer that departs from the fantasy of a lazy, sunny season. There are others. Together they make the season a time of such toil, I look forward to the end of vacation when, finally, I might get a little time to rest. This has been the Retrospective Podcast. Thank you for listening.